Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Good morning, Tallahassee! It's Patty and no Scott today. Aww. But we can still. Scott's under the weather, so I want to plug. Feel better, Scott. No, but we do have a guest. Yeah? Yes, thank you. Yep, Travis Sparkman from T Spark Enterprises is here. 850 construction. 850 766 1340 or online at tsparkconstruction.com. I want, yeah, you should play the jingle for a quick. Yeah, so Travis is here. He's been on before, so thank you for coming in. You didn't know you were going to be the in <laughs> Scott seats. I didn't know I was going to be Scott. I didn't gonna, dress appropriately. <laughs> you're going to smell great. I do smell all right. <laughs> he's a, he's a good smelling man. There. <coughs> no, we appreciate it. We've been friends for a while, and I definitely appreciate you coming in and not being scared off. No, nope. by being my partner today. I'll do my best. We're going to talk about roofing. We're going to talk about solar. We're going to talk about insurance and roofing. We're going to talk about why roofs are in such a problem for insurance companies. And we'll talk about hurricanes. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Let's hit it. Yep. So how was your week? I had to do my routine. I don't know how to break it. My week went pretty good. You been are? busy. Been slim. I bet you have. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What we're talking about is t- we'll explain why we've been so busy. Yeah, so. you are. So people can sell their houses and keep insurance. Absolutely. Because if you don't know, uh, Florida is in an insurance debacle right now where insurance companies are leaving the state weekly. And 
people, you know, you hear consumers and Coopers are like, well, if they want our business, they don't want your business. That's the point. That's why they're leaving. So they're leaving the state. And if your if your roof, like my roof, I've talked before on our show, which our number is 850-656-0009. My roof is 12 years old. I went to try and get new insurance. And I can't. Yep. You're in the, it's you're in the gray area. Architectural shingles and I cannot get new insurance. So I'm going to keep it for a while. Let it. Let it dilapidate on its own until they force it. Because it's just ridiculous to me. However, we'll talk about, like, what are they doing with all those shingles? Like, you're replacing decent roofs. Yeah, not not bad roofs. You're replacing decent roofing to satisfy the insurance companies, which when we get a major storm, it's still not going to satisfy them. It no. really isn't. No, they're actually changing the way they're writing policies now where they're uh, getting rid of replacement value and changing them to cash value, which means what they do is pay you for what's damaged. So if there's three shingles blown off the roof, the old days of them saying, okay. You get a new roof. You get a new roof. Now they're paying for three shingles. But and my question is, if there's if there's less than 25% damage and they paid me for that twenty less than 25%, are they going to cancel me the next year because I have tw- less than 25% damage? They could. That's the challenge. They could. They could come back and... And they you, know you've had damage to your roof. Yeah, so they what they've been making us do is we have to send them a copy of some sort of documentation showing we fixed if the person had a repair or replacement. We have to send them proof that we did that in order for them to rewrite them. Otherwise, they still show that roof as, let's say they said, well, 100 square feet of it was damaged. Then there's 100 square feet of that roof that they are not insuring anymore. It's almost like totaling your car. So. Or what they do with galvanized pipe. You have to sign a rider saying that you could have the house with galvanized pipe, but we're not covering it. That's what I think it's going to. I think if you continue to watch the legislature play out, I think at some point, and obviously it's speculation, but I think they will get to a point where your insurance policy will have riders specific to certain things like wind damage, hurricane damage, et cetera. If you want to self-insure, if you want to keep your, your rates low, then you'll you'll sign this thing saying, "Hey, I'll self-insure in case of a hurricane, or I'll self-insure in case of wind, and stuff like that." And that's what's going to lower the rates back down. A friend of mine lives in Clarn Lakes. So it's a two-story home, and the roof is older. And she got her insurance tripled to six thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. She's not on water. Yeah, six thousand dollars a year, and her hurricane deductible is nine thousand dollars. Yeah, that's. Some of the some of the numbers that I've heard from people saying what their insurance went to is just ridiculous. It's cheaper for them to go ahead and just pay and put a roof on it because it lowers that that uh, initial premium down. I had a home we just sold over off of of Benton Hills, not Bobbin Brook. Benton Hills, big house, seven hundred thousand in that range, older roof. So we negotiated, give them thirty days to put the roof on after closing. Insurance company was fine. So it was McKee, Patrick McKee. He put in the numbers, like, let's an estimate with the new roof. It was the same. There was no really? discount. Mm. No discount with the roof or without the roof. That's same. Strange. Didn't matter. So usually if you get the new roof, you get the new, typically, depending on the company, um, Citizens doesn't do a whole lot. But um, most of the companies give you that new roof discount. If you get that wind mitigation yeah. stuff documented, it usually lowers the it usually does, but I wonder if it's not going to anymore. They're just trying to make some money back. Mm, I don't know. I mean, that's that was put in place by the legislature back when I think it was Charlie Chris was governor, 
and he's the one that did the whole wind mitigation stuff, him and the legislature then. And that's when you saw all the changes in inspections and um, installation, how we had Hurricane to change. clips. Yeah, the clips, the nailing of the deck, the different types of underlayment that they preferred that you use. Um, those kind of things went into effect. Different kinds of plywood now, too, isn't it? Isn't it a, like you can't use one kind of plywood? You have to use a different kind of plywood? Mm-hmm. It's now? still half inch. Half inch. Yeah, or seven. If you choose it, 7 OSB, but we don't typically like to use that stuff. That's what I think I heard you say. So that's the problem. So I was showing a home over the week. I've been showing a lot of homes because the market's pivoting, which we talked about last week on the show. It's not a seller's market right now, unless the home is cherry. Cherry is the seller's market all day, all day, cherry. But if you need, what I showed, a roof, a water heater, and an AC, you ain't cherry. That's the opposite of cherry. Well, he needs to net a certain amount to move on. Well, he's done. He's not netting it. It's still for sale. It's been 15 days. And so his net is disappearing every day. He doesn't sell it. Yeah. We had a we had a customer recently that we – it was a real estate deal. We did a bunch of interior, a roof, fixed some wood rot, stuff like that. And that was all part of the deal that as long as it closed, the money paid out. Well, we did all the work, and then the closing fell through. And so now we're sitting here with a – A lien on a house. A lien on a house that we don't own. And unfortunately, the homeowner is like, I don't know how to pay you because the money was coming out of proceeds. And, uh, you know, so, we do that for people. We've done that. Yeah. We just own part of your house. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, take a deposit. I don't need a bunch of houses. So can you work out a payment plan with them? Uh, yeah. If they have the ability to, no, they <laughs> so didn't even have that. They didn't have that. They were betting on that, that closing going through so that, that, um, basically that those proceeds would be paid. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was, and apparently it fell through twice. They had got another buyer and it fell through. They need they, me. There, there you go. Can't, <laughs> they need me. They dis- do. They need staging. Disparage. They need other. I'm not despair. I don't know them, but they need the other side of it, right? It yeah. needs to look cherry. It just does. There's cherry for a reason. Yeah. Well, on our logo, we have cherries. That's the point. I'm not sure this one can be cherry. <laughs> That's bad. Oh, poor people. Well, I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> so, do you do anything with? We'll talk about it in another segment, but pace. They use that in South Florida a lot because the cost of the barrel tile roofs yes. are so high. It's funny you bring that up. We just uh, so we used to be pay certified, and then the company that was doing it went under bankruptcy, and then uh, so we kind of like pulled out because we didn't want no affiliation with it. And now we've got another company that's come in, and we've signed up with them. And, oh, okay, good. Because so. that was my friend. I told her. I said, let's look. Let's. I, she's a real estate agent, but she doesn't actively sell. I said, let's call Pace. Yeah, so we're we're set up residential and commercial now. You can actually do PACE for commercial um, buildings, and we're fixing to do a roof through PACE on a commercial building downtown. Nice. And I think that's an option for people. It's like 7 or 8% maybe. I'm not a a PACE employee, but I think you have to talk to them. It's no money down. There is a lien on your home. They pay out of your taxes. It's paid out of your your property taxes, and the – now, obviously, every real estate transaction is different, but you can actually pass that remaining balance on to the next owner. You have to disclose it. Say, hey, the reason it. my property taxes are higher because we put a roof on it or we put windows or in pay the, it off. I mean, or you can pay it off out of proceeds. But um, in the end, you can if the buyer says, OK, I'm willing since I'm getting use of this new roof and the new windows or whatever, 
then I'm okay with the property taxes being a little bit higher. So you go to Pace, Pace Florida dot something, but it's Pace util Pace. It's super simple. But I saw they'll do generators, and I'm like, I might do that. Yeah, for fifty yeah. Anything, bucks a month. Anything energy efficient. Have anything, a generator installed. I don't yeah. have to pay ten grand out of pocket. Yep. What do I care? It's coming out of my taxes. You don't see it. Right. It's right. nice a little bit for each a year. generator. Whole house. Yep. I might consider it. And then we all come to your There's house other when the storm options, comes right? through. There's other options, too. So stick with us. It's Patty and Travis. 850-656-0009. Well, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy night. I love to hear the thunder. Watch the lightning when it lights up the sky. You know it makes me feel good. Well, I love a rainy night. It's such a beautiful sight. I love to feel the rain on my face. Welcome back. And the beat goes on. Right? Whispers? Aren't you supposed to whisper? No. I don't know how. And the beat goes on. I'm Patty. We got Travis Parkman in the studio with us. It's 850-656-0009. If you do like our show, you can always listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Audible. Just ask Alexa. It's Patty's Playhouse. Super simple. So we're talking about roofing Roofing. and construction services. (laughs) So last segment, we were talking about why everyone is getting a new roof. Insurance companies, it's a debacle in the state of Florida. My daughter, Pennsylvania, she is like a 25-year-old three-tab shingle, 700 bucks a year for her insurance. They don't care. Nope. You have a tornado comes through, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Florida, we're a target. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. They may have like three. They let you have three and four layers in yeah. Pennsylvania. You can just roof right over the next. I one. had that conversation with a client yesterday. Who was uh, hasn't owned a home in three years, four years? Lived in a different part of town. Here, moved to Orlando. Is coming back. Why can't they just go over top of the shingles? I said because they can't. Because they said so. Because you can't. You can one time. You can even now. One time. You can have two layers, but the. But the, not with a new buyer, I bet. The problem with it, well, you can. It's considered a new roof. I mean, it, you get permitted and you get inspected. But it's the problem is in Florida you got a lot of humidity, so you build up moisture between mm. those two layers of asphalt, and it basically can cause warping and Gross. so on and so forth. And you're you're essentially nailing through your original water barrier, you know. From oh, the, so if it, water gets under and trapped under those shingles, it's going to find its way around those nails. So what's happening with all the shingles that you're taking off? Where do they go? Uh, we we recycle them. We, do yeah. What yeah. do they make out of them? They uh, grind them up. They go to roads. They go to oh, good, all that kind of stuff. Oh, good. That makes me feel better. We take them to uh, Marpan down there, Woodville Highway, and they separate them out. Get the get the the wood, the nails, and stuff that gets dumped at the same time. So they are recycling them. Yep. So they're selling them off to somebody, and they're grinding them up. Oh, good. Becoming becoming part of the road to drive on solar panels, where we're going to talk about now. Yeah. So solar panels, when they take them off, there's really no place for them to go but a landfill because of all the toxic toxins, chemicals, Correct. and minerals that are in them. Correct. There's no place. Look at Google California landfill solar panels and read it for yourself if you don't believe me. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. So I'm a buyer. 
I'm a homeowner, not a buyer. I'm a homeowner. My roof is 10 years old. I spoke to a gentleman in my neighborhood. I put solar panels on. So I'm typically you know, out of warranty for the most part. What happens? Insurance company going to like me? They're not going to like me? It really depends on the insurance company. I mean, some of them know it's inevitable. Um, they don't like, you know, obviously your warranties and stuff like that get jeopardized because you're drilling holes through the shingle and they can't warranty against leaks if you got holes in them. Um, the, it's really dependent on who you ask when it comes to insurance of what they're going to say. Um, you know, obviously it adds weight to the roof, you know, and that's a concern. Um, some of the companies are doing, you know, they're doing a good job of getting everything engineered, permitted. Some of them are just going up there and slapping solar panels on and to heck with the building code requirements. And It is. So the neighbor mm-hmm. who uh, contacted me through uh, Nextdoor because mm-hmm. I posted the podcast I saw on it. solar panels. Oh, did you? I did see it. I talked to him. I talked to him. And so what they did was they had the permit and then they engineered it the way they wanted to, not with what the county had wanted. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have a 30-inch or 36-inch space for firefighters to run up the roof. It's 18 inches. Mm. So he can't. It's a problem. Mm. And Meraki or Marakai or whatever their name is is not responding to him. He's in a sticky situation because if an engineer signs it and stamps it, that engineer is basically taking the liability liability off the building department. Um, that's what the that's what the so building you, department said. Yeah, you mentioned it on one of your previous shows about people that were drawing plans and inspecting houses and yeah, there's five yes, those other people. So it's kind of si- private similar, people similar. Oh, it in is that when the engineer because the engineers got more they're superseding they're superseding they they got more education they're smarter and they're um, they've paid for all those stamps and you know credentials and basically they're higher than a building official. Um, and they now the building official can always call them back and say, "Hey, we really recommend you do this." But a lot of them, if it hasn't been called in that review process, once it's approved, it's approved. So the reason why he found out, he didn't know. Most of these people don't know, which is my challenge with it. They're not fully disclosing Marikai no, specifically. So a fire code lady lives behind him. So she sees this going on his roof. It's done. Mm-hmm. She knocks on his doors and say, "Hey, your house doesn't meet code." And he's like, why? He goes, because it's only 18 inches. Like, my butt's a lot wider than 18 inches. So what happens? And he doesn't know. Marikai's not really, they're not caring. So I guess he would be back at, you know, without seeing the whole thing. I I would go back to the engineer who signed off on it and agreed to it um, and see what, what it is that they're willing to do to help him get signed off on the permit. Because, I mean, in the end. I told him to go to Fasic and Brooks. That's an option. You know, I think I would probably go. Because they're not really conversing with him. They're not even having the conversation. So they don't want to do anything. Not so even the engineer? He, no, nobody. No. So until they speak to an attorney or attorney sends a letter, that'll force that'll force an issue one way or the other. And then if they're refusing to follow up and answer questions, then it, you don't I told him to call Miss Dana Brooks. There you go. Yep. And she will, one way or the other, answer his question. There you go. Yes. And I think a lot of people are going to be calling because it's a challenge. Yeah, it's it, basically from what I've heard, I haven't been setting through a sales presentation with any of these, and not just that one that you mentioned, but um, it's a, you know, it's what are they telling the customers and what are they expecting? 
Uh, it comes back to managing expectations. You know, what do, what is the homeowner supposed to expect? They, their advertising always promises to zero out your power bill. You know, and the problem with that is not everybody has the money to zero out their power bill. You know, they limit it to, okay, well, what can you afford this month? And they'll say, okay, if you can afford 300 and something dollars a month, then we'll put this many panels on and we'll try to get as close as we can. Do you want to see what Marikai, or let me read what Marikai wrote below my comment yesterday before they blocked me. So the lady says, (laughs) I'm confused. It's zero out and pocket costs are zero down. Why would zero down be a thing if you have no out-of-pocket costs? Like, why would you need zero down? Like, explain what zero down means and no out-of-pocket means. Explain it. Lady Marikai Solar in Tallahassee, Florida says, that is a very good concern. To have, that's why we use the equipment we use. Does not answer the question about zero down or no out-of-pocket costs. Wow, that was playing dodgeball on that right? question. It says it protects your shingles on your roof from high, intense weather like high velocity. So now Marikai, who I'm turning into the State Department of State and DBPR, is saying that their solar panels protects the roof from hurricane. That's That's, that's a problem. Yeah, that's and misleading. it says that it's covered under their, I'm not an insurance agent. But so you need to call yours before you sign these bottom lines. It's there in another thing I have saved. It literally says it's covered under your insurance. It It's not. It can't be. It's like my screen. My, if I have a, a sunroom that's all metal and it is against the house, it's not it's not covered. If I have a if I have a uh, like a carport awning style, guess what? That's probably not covered under your insurance either. If it's attached. If it's attached, but they can, they often do, I'm not an insurance agent, exclusions on that. Yeah. You got to read your policy and you got to call them. And it's a risk to call them. It's a risk to call them and notify them. Hey, I got shingles. I got solar panels on my roof. What are you going to do? That's where your your agent should be your, your kind of your go-between and help run you some interference. Having a good agent, you know, and saying, Insurance hey, agent, yep. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, what's your recommendation? Is it going to be covered under my policy? Ask those questions before you just go out and do it. You have to. So there was an article in Jacksonville that Jacksonville area, which is closer to the coast, is just they're just canceling them when they find out. Wow. Because Jacksonville has been big on solar the last few years. They've just when they when they hired that company, I didn't mean to interrupt. When they hired that company, they're canceling or when they put solar panels on the roof, if they don't notify them in advance. That they're getting that. I that's what I read okay. from the Jacksonville whatever the paper is, and I posted it. But they are not liking these solar panels on there because it increases. It, it's a problem. So if your firefighters are not trained, if you have a fire, what are they going to do? If they're not trained, they're going to let your house go on fire. Like it's just going to melt. Yeah, because what... there are minerals and chemicals in these solar panels that are dangerous. You can't just, like, go up and crack one. Well, it's still going up. And then, like I said, with the companies, and I saw one of the trucks today with the zero-down solar. with the Mer- high, the high pressure, Yeah, the high-pressure sales. Oh. And then that. It's they, like timeshare without the benefit of a beach. That they, don't care about, <laughs> they don't care about your roof condition like Travis that, does. Mm-mm. Thank you. That they just want to get the solar panels up, get paid, and get the hell out of there. So on oh, this oh, next oh. door, oh, man, up on the roof, we're back. Stick with us, 850-656-0009. It's Patty and Travis. When this old world starts getting me down And people are just too much for me to 
Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Travis Sparkman. Our number is 850-656-0009. Travis, what's your number? 850-766-1340. Or find them online at tsparkconstruction.com. You can find us online at Patty and Scott. Get better, Scott. Super simple. I'm Scott for a day. (laughs) So, Scott, I sent you a little text message last week. Scott goes into Waffle House, which that to me was the shock. Surprising. That's surprising. So, he's ordering takeout after he gets a haircut. I was like, I'm stunned at this point, so I'm not really listening to the rest of it. Scott's in Waffle House? I told my cousins. I'm like, Scott's in Waffle House. Someone approached him. He was Mm -hmm. at the bar. Someone approaches him and says, are you Scott from the show? Recognize his voice. (laughs) He said, I love your voice. And Scott doesn't like his voice. He won't listen. He won't watch the show. So it's funny. I, thought, I yeah, can say basically great. whatever I want. So so Scott has been back to Waffle House every single day since. <laughs> I said, you have a great, he has a great voice. He does. And, he does and, have as a great Travis. voice. And I tell Travis that yeah, every time he comes fun. on the air. He's it's got fun. a fantastic voice. He has a great voice. So I just Annie don't have the hair and the dress that Scott has. I, I don't have that. Skinny jeans? Yeah, I don't have no skinny jeans. It's funny. So we were talking, what were we talking about? You got cut off. Oh, about reputable. Versus- well, now what we're talking about is that Travis, that um, what Travis said, thankfully, uh, thank you, that sponsors my show. And then one of the reads that I oh, would yeah, do nice. was that about solar panels, that, that they don't care about the condition of your roof, the company that we're talking no, about. No, they do not. They just want to slap it up, get it gone. No. And then you could get a call from your insurance agent or wh- whomever, because I know about the 20 year stuff. Hey, you got to take those off, and it's going to cost thousands of dollars would you, you say seven or eight thousand that's what it cost that one gentleman yeah and eight, eight grand i think and then so you call that that company that came put them on you're not going to get in touch with anybody they're all oh, we'll call you back you well, i don't think you'll hear did from you them. say we have a storm coming and in, into possible, florida possible, into the gulf possible. a new hermine hermine number two and that's Hermine's a challenge. A so you haven't told your insurance company that you're getting solar panels. I wish I can't blame you. I'm not telling them I'm putting a diving board up. Like, nobody tells them anything because they know they're going to get canceled. So you haven't told them, and you have a storm come through, and you lose your roof. What are you going to do? You're not co- I don't. I would find it hard to believe you'd be covered to have them taken down to replace that roof. Well, I mean, basically, their, their responsibility is they're covering the house. They're supposed to cover it. Mm-hmm. And so now you may be in for a fight. Yeah. Oh God. You know, <laughs> I think you're. I think you're good with some of the bigger companies. It's the smaller ones that already are in financial. Ruin. And we don't know who they are. Well, that's yeah. Travis and I talked about that when he was on my show a couple of weeks ago about that. I had one of those smaller companies, and I mentioned the name on the air. Oh yeah, then, because you your house still with, has a with, hole in it, bro. With Hermine. Yeah. And then that oh. that I battled. Yeah, that's why I hate this name, Hermine. <laughs> I can't believe it's so, it's it's coming back to get me. PTSD. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm being triggered all the time. But we had talked about the smaller companies and it was such a battle. But unfortunately for me and what happened with my house is that my claim from Hermine wasn't closed before we got that big winter storm that came through like in Jan or December or January and put two trees in the exact same spot where that other tree came down. And so the little insurance company said, he's scamming us. And so I was in court for the next three years, four years. I really, and, and I have folks that were in Mariana that because they lost everything with their house, they didn't, it was, they had some sort of gap, stop gap that if it was over a certain amount, they didn't have to pay anything. Like it was some weird thing. And I was like, we don't know these policies, but we're signing because we mm-hmm. want to, we want a house. So there could be clauses in your policy now that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mine? I would pull it out and check. That's what she said. What mine was? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
You got that got one in. Scott would be <laughs> dude, proud. Dude, I really did. <laughs> it was so funny today. This massive tree in front of our office. We're right next to perpendicular to the old lumber liquidators. It's now L and L flooring. And they took this massive tree down. It was fielder. It was six hours pure entertainment. Like I could have sat there all day. It was amazing. And the guys like Hopefully there's no children listening. He's like, just grab the tip and get the wood later. <laughs> I'm like, where's Scott? <laughs> so I sent it to Scott as a text, and he was still asleep from being oh. sick. But it was so funny. I was giggling. Kim's like, that was a good one. I'm like, it was a good one. But it was a massive tree they took down. Yeah, but the smaller companies, yeah, that, you know, I got taken. I mean, it was just, they were like, what was the, the movie, The Rainmaker with Matt Damon yeah. and that they just the kid got sick and they thought that the insurance company kept denying the claims and denying claims yeah. and they just thought they'd eventually give up. Well, I didn't give up. Well, we eventually went before a judge. The judge looked at the the lawyers for the for the because what 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 had happened was that my insurance company had to sign a check and this is my mortgage company. They that the check was made out to me and my mortgage company because my mortgage company, I guess, had had fraud that you know mm-hmm. uh, you get an insurance claim, you're gone. Yeah, they mm-hmm. sign it both signers. Right. And then, but my mortgage company wasn't paying them off because the insurance company was saying, we're not sure this work was done because the other trees came through. Oh. And it, and I was like, I have Facebook lives. We had all of this. And I mean, this was literally a four year battle in court. Wow. It was awful because and people a, don't a, realize you don't own your house. If right. you have a, if you have a note on the house, the bank and you are partners. I had, I had a company take out liens. I had somebody sue me and I was like, and then they literally were ca- talking to the mortgage company, and they're saying, no, the insurance company is saying not, not to release his money. The work wasn't done. And their company's a tree service company. No, we, we did the work. We completed the work. Mm. We can email you everything. So every time they'd email something, they'd get, um, I'm sorry, you didn't. This form wasn't filled out properly for us to process to show that you did your work. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, and you would start over and over. And they would just hope time. that it's you just would time. just, you would quit. And I was like, from the Rainmaker, I said, we're not quitting. We're going, we're taking this to court. We're doing, and we went to court, and damn, we did good. It's a risk. I mean, that's why you have insurance, is it's all a risk. But like Travis said, yeah, don't go, don't go with a fly by nights like I did. Don't, don't, to have save the $20 a month. Sometimes you don't have yeah. a choice. Don't, don't but do it's, that. It's a challenge. Call Florida Farm Bureau Insurance now, here. Because yeah. now I'm not an insurance agent. I'll keep repeating that nationwide, who, as a realtor, we would send to a specific brokerage here insurance brokerage nationwide was fantastic like if you had a little bit of cloth covered wiring now it wasn't it was wire rubber then cloth it wasn't like cloth on the wire Mm -hmm. they were great now it's like if it's older than 10 years nope we're not doing it i'm like dude some of that's on your inspectors too though right you get these inspectors that go out it was actually we don't have to name his name but it was your electrician that you like yeah yeah yeah, they got. I mean, it was true. It had cloth covered. It was cloth rubber, but they're they're like no. But then they came back and said, "Well, if we tick it, will we fix it? Will you cover it?" And they said, "No, we're not doing homes older than ten years." Uh, yeah. And they were fantastic for those older homes. Yeah, they were really really great. Yeah, but it call your insurance agent. Comes down to when they inspect them, they really need to not flex. What I call inspector flexing, uh-huh. where they like try to show all their knowledge. They just really need to be saying it either works or it doesn't work. It's functional, non-functional. Getting into the description is what triggers those underwriters uh, at the insurance level. And uh, 
Yeah, we had an electrician come out and check it. Yeah. So that we didn't have, so it wasn't just. Even that, that some of them, you know, some of them feel the need to to flex and show Mm -hmm. their knowledge. When it really all they need to write in the report is, I've checked it, it's functional. There's no issue. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's what's creating a lot of this is some of these technical reports coming either from inspectors or electricians or plumbers or whatever it is. Putting too much verbiage in there. Being too wordy. Because those underwriters have no knowledge about how a house is built. They have no knowledge of about what's safe, what's not safe. They just are trained to look for certain words, like cloth wiring. Like a keyword. Yeah. You see the word cloth wiring? Uh-uh. Stamp it, deny. Huh. That's fun. That's yep. fun. It's fun. Fun working with, I love, we love, I mean, Scott and Patty love older homes. But we have to figure out a way to, to work it within the system that we have, not the one we wish we have. Okay. Well, I'll give you a name of an inspector that knows how to <laughs> to make those work for you. I'll take it. You can text now, me. Let me ask you: Does with all right? Say if Hermine Part Two mm-hmm. starts to come in and we get in that that cone, mm-hmm. then now the box we call it a box. The, all right. So we get in that. Did, did you shut down on stuff also with real estate? We don't. Just but like insurance, it, insurance if, will if stop in, writing. Right. If it is not mm-hmm. bound, mm-hmm. you can get an estimate, but it will not be completed bound with that quote until it's out of the box okay and it it is literally a box and it's most often the entire state so if something is approaching right now from puerto rico or whatever Mm -hmm. we're in the box we're getting very close to being in the box okay and so everything shuts down until after the box correct you can't so if i cut a deal tomorrow and then we go into the box on friday and then something awful happens to the house i'm not i'm i'm out we actually have a clause in our contract, okay. in the Florida contract, the Florida-sponsored uh, contract, as well as the Tallahassee. It's called risk of loss. So if anything bad happens, we have an automatic extension for two weeks. And so tra- it covers that. Trav, do you have something like that? Like you go and then are, when you, or if you're finished with the project or half finished with the project and then we get in the box, is that something that affects you or is it just your insurance? So we've only had gotten stuck one time where we had not finished a house um before a hurricane moved through and and we didn't i mean fortunately we had done a good enough job tarping it and keeping it dry that people had no leaks or anything oh good 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 that's a great question though stick with us patty and travis 850-766-1340. And you come on the morning show, right? Don't you visit yep, I come, once in a while? I come crash the Greg Tish show uh, once a month. Once a month oh, comes nice. in. Uh, T-Spark Tuesdays. So you get your spark with T-Spark. Matt came up with a really clever name. And 
Like Matt, Matt's pretty creative. <laughs> he, he's really creative with with he he has this long name and everything rhymes and everything oh. goes to it. Yes. Uh, the, get your spark on Tuesday with Travis. I mean, it's something. It's very cool. long. Our tagline is the story we create sells houses. Oh. And so, for a copy of your story, call eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. It's a cute. That is cute. I made that up. It took me a while. The story we create. And, it is and bourbon. She had bourbon. I do. <laughs> I do. But it, it's Scott makes a story in your house. Like the whole thing is a presentation and it's so important. And you watch a funeral. Did you watch the Queen's funeral? What? Who? The Queen oh died? My God, I, <laughs> it was so beautiful. I did, but that's I did the not. difference. It's always presentation and it makes people feel good. But then that's tra- Travis is also God. good with that too. And when we have him on, we talk about one day Travis was on, I think a couple months ago, and he was, we were talking about cabinets. Mm-hmm. And he's just talking about the hinges on the cabinets mm-hmm. and how important those are. And we've all been in a house to where you open the, the cabinet door to get something out and it just falls off. No, we have not all had that happen. <laughs> we haven't all had that happen. <laughs> I, I, every Patty, house. Patty. Patty only lives in the lap of luxury. Every, every not house. my house. I have 1978, 1100 square foot, uh, but my cabinet okay. doors no. have not fallen off. 1970, well, there's your difference. But then Travis started <laughs> talking about door hinges. And I was like, my gosh. And then just the, Dude, remember that the door I saw stuff. from so... Crawfordville where the hinges were on the outside of the door? Yep. I and I it. zoomed in. I posted on Facebook. And the real the realtor was the builder. And it was like, why are your hinges? That's where we found the private inspectors, the private code inspectors. Yep. I remember the picture. hilarious. Not funny at all. I'm like, dude, you got to flip your door. It's on backwards. It was on backwards to begin with. Like left versus right. It was on backwards. Mm-hmm. Complete mess. You know they, uh, you find it if it's there. I try to, because <laughs> it is my entertainment. I do do that late at night, and I am sober when I do it. So, what is the what is the most popular color shingle? Uh weatherwood probably. It's like a driftwood weather. Yeah, that's what I have in, on my house. It's like the color of the side of an oak tree is the best way to describe it, because it, it goes with everything. No matter what you paint the house color, it matches. You don't have to worry about oh, shingle color doesn't match. What about metal? Are you doing a lot of metal? Metal's Does metal great. matter under your insurance? Um, so they give you a little bit longer on it. Um, so they, you know, metal's not going to deteriorate unless you purposely get up there and try to destroy it. You know, so it lasts you longer than shingles. Most of your insurance companies do look at it as a longer span of lifespan. Um, but yeah, metal's great. Reflects the heat off the house, so it's good for energy efficiency. Um, you know, it's worth. It's pricier. You spend more, but uh, what about PVC? So PVC is good, like on your low slope applications. Um, used commonly on commercial, uh, mostly restaurants because of the animal fats and stuff that are exhausted out of grease traps and stuff like that. PVC PVC stands up better to that kind of stuff as opposed to what they call TPO. What's TPO? Similar product to PVC, it's just a thicker product. Um, I could say the name thermal polyolefin, but oh, nobody's going to know what that no, is. No, it isn't. So, uh, but uh, it's that's what you're. It's a little bit cheaper, um, but it is more of a commercial grade product. Uh, most of your shopping centers, etc. Well, how do they buildings. feel about the old? Like you see these old houses with asbestos, which still have them here in Tallahassee. So that's that's a you know insurance companies hate them. 
But in reality, that's one of the best roof systems ever. Ever. You know, asbestos don't really deteriorate unless you get up there with a hammer and start banging holes in it. So would you recommend people just put metal over it? You cannot do that. You cannot. What do you do? Because you're, you, the whole trick with asbestos is you you got You can't create dust because oh. the dust is the danger. Um, those little Same fibers. With lead. Same so if with you're lead. drilling screws through it, you're creating the potential for that dust. So what that, do you do? You have to remove it. You have to have an asbestos approved abatement contract. How much? Oh, it depends on. There's a lot of factors: the pitch of the roof, the how, the oh size of the God. roof. Um, all of that stuff, and it's it's tricky. It's all logistics because you, when we have the asbestos guy come in, we have him come in, and our guys ha- can't be up on the roof while he's up there. Right. So you literally have him on the ground waiting, praying no storm shows up, because he can't. Once he removes all that stuff and gets it out of there, then you have to go up there and dry that roof in before it rains. How much? How? So there's one person up on the roof taking the shingles off. There's a, there, we usually a, a company. Is how we do it. We have an asbestos abatement company. And company. are they up there in like white suits? No, typically they're, what I think. they're supposed yeah. to wear the respirator, respirator mask type stuff. But they, you know, unless you're in an enclosed area, that's where asbestos became dangerous because people were mining it and they were, you know, they were in, in an enclosed area. They were coming home with it on their clothes. They were breathing it. They were passing it to their families. Yeah, my aunt died from. Um, that's how that, that's how it became dangerous and it became, don't use it. But in reality, it's one of the best building products out there, you know, siding as well. I mean, yeah, it'll, I mean it's, you just got to really be trying to tear it up to, to tear don't it up. Don't be licking it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's important. You can lick it. You just can't drill it. Wah, wah. That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. <laughs> Not for children. <laughs> NFC. Mm-mm. So those are good questions. So the color typically is the what's it called? Weatherwood. Wood? Weatherwood's common. Um and then uh metal's a great option. Scott really likes the grays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do people you see people putting the white on? White's good for people who are on when we talked about the PACE program, because everything in PACE has to be energy star rated. Okay. Um metal's good for PACE. Uh the city used to do a loan program, but I think they discontinued it for roofs, and white was good for those. But outside of that, I mean, white in Florida is not a good idea just because it gets hot, it gets nasty and dirty, and that's there's your all that lichen shows up on your roof. Your optics for your insurance company um, when they're coming by and driving by and snapping that picture of your roof. Another reason to have your roof soft washed because they can't see past yeah. that dark crap. Yeah. So we use a shingle that actually has Scotch Guard in it. So um has no stains, no streaks for twenty years. Nice. Oh wow. So even if you do a white, if you do a white shingle in the Atlas brand that we use, you won't get streaks or stains. Even under like pines and oaks? Mm-mm. Nope. They wow. they did an experiment with it when they first came out with it. They did a house down in the villages. They got some lady to agree to it that they would put regular white architectural shingles on part of her house. And use the Atlas white on the other part of her house, and now they use it in a big advertisement and show that you can see the line right down the middle where wow. it stays clean, and the other one doesn't. The other side mildews. Wow. So yeah, it's a, it, it it works. I've seen I've done houses and I was skeptic uh, from the beginning, and I did one on Lakeshore that I had to match a color for the lady. So I used some of those and I put them on. I was like, "There's no way on Lakeshore with all those trees." Mm-hmm. 
you can ride by that house today, and that's been 10, 12 years ago, and her house still looks like it's what a brand new What is the product roof. in the shingle that it does that? It's Asbestos. Scotch- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's actually the, the Scotch Guard. 3M Scotch card. That's it? Yep. They actually do the granules with the copper and zinc in a way that it actually protects that coating on that. So it embeds it. Embeds nice. it. Yeah. So it makes it where nothing That's will a grow good on selling it. selling point. Huh. I didn't know that. So that. very few contractors are actually using that. They're a little more expensive, but very few contractors but are using it. But think about how much you're paying to have your roofs all flushed, which Correct. I am every year. Correct. Yeah. That cuts it down. I cannot stand that dirt on my roof. Yeah. Cannot and stand it. It doesn't. And then you're not embedding those chemicals or whatever that they're using the soft wash with. Nice. You know? Yeah, and may reduce or may mess up your shingles if you're not using them with the scotch card. What do you yep. all do for barrel tile? Oh, there's very little of that here. Um, You've had to repair a couple for us. I did repair a couple. Um, tile is hard because the companies have gone so much out of business or been bought out, and when they get bought out, they whoever buys them changes things the a color. little bit. So trying to match... It's either not just in color, but in size. That was the challenge that we're in Atlantis. So, yeah, that's the, I got called. It's funny you say Atlantis. I had one call this week from there with a broken tile. Atlantis is off of Glenview and good luck to you. Yeah. So (laughs) if you're living there, good luck. It's tough. It's it's tough over there. So we're going to miss the answer to that. Hmm. We can do it. Whatever. That's the answer. We can do it. Patty and Travis. Patty's Playhouse. 850-656-009. It's House Talk with a Happy Ending. Every time. Each and every time. <laughs> <laughs>